Hello, I'm Bill Winston, and welcome to another program. The program that you're watching is called The Believer's Walk of Faith, where we walk by faith and not by sight. We have another exciting teaching for you today. We're teaching on a subject called No More Toil. Now, this is the part of that Kings and Priests series. Now, toil has to do with struggle and sweat and trying to make things happen and always seem to be working hard but getting little results. It means fatigue of body and in mind. I mean, no wonder people are looking towards retirement. Why? Because they've been struggling so long and they're tired of it. Well, we're going to show you through this teaching how to take the struggle out of life because Jesus came and he took the toil out of our lives. You see, toil came when Adam sinned in the garden and it's a part of the curse. But Jesus redeemed us from the curse. No more anxiety, no more sweat. And I mean, this, this heavy labor of working hard, but bringing in little or nothing. How to work two or three jobs because Christmas is coming. Trying to get something for Christmas time. None of that. Those days are over. No more toil in your life. And I'm going to show you how to do it. Get your Bibles and pencils and papers ready. Get ready to take some good notes now. Let's go into it. It's called No More Toil. Well, the truth is, Psalm 115 and verse 16 says, the heavens, even the heavens, belong to the Lord. Watch this. But the earth has he given to the children of men. He ain't talking about the children of the devil. He's talking about covenant people. He's talking about the people of God actually own the whole earth. And everything in it. Now, how are you going to get it back? You're going to have to get it back through the power of God. Look what it says here in Deuteronomy chapter 18. But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee what? Power to what? Get wealth. Now, that's not just get wealth. That's the ability to amass wealth. Got it? That he may what? Establish. Now, that word establish, somebody may think that he wants to establish it in your life for the first time. No, 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 no. What he wants to do, that word translates continue. Continue. He wants to continue the wealth in your life that was started in your father Abraham. So all you've got to do is go back and look at Abraham's life and see what was in his life. What he had in Abram's life, he wants to continue in yours. Why? Because you're the seed of Abraham. Say, I'm the seed of Abraham. Say it again. One more time. Say it again. Now, God wants you to understand that because I know we got the day of Pentecost and that's when the church was born. I understand that, but that's as far back as some folk go. I ain't going that far back. I'm going all the way back to Genesis chapter 12 where he talked about Abraham was going to be blessed, him and his children. And I'm telling you, I'm a child and a seed of Abraham. I'm telling you, I am at one who has inherited the blessing and I want mine if you please. That's all I got to say. Praise the Lord. 
Now, it don't have to come by sticking nobody up. You see, go in there and see how they got it. I mean, I know uh, uh, David Ward for it, but look how Isaac got it. He kept sowing and reaping. Boom, he got it. Look how Jacob got it. He worked for a trickster named Laban. But notice what he did. He had a revelation, a revelation that that job was not his source. And I told you that if you're blessed with blessed Abraham, that that job has nothing to do with your prosperity. You are through working for a living. You're going be working for giving. And as you do give, the blessing of Abraham is on you. Man, this is us now. Listen, and you say, well, I don't have much money. This thing is made for poor folk. He said, blessed are the poor, for theirs is the kingdom of God. Now, what does he mean by that? He doesn't mean that you got to stay poor. He means this. He said, because you are in the kingdom, even though you are poor, you are blessed. And that now you can tap into a system that is not connected to your last name or your job. Come on now. Now, one of the biggest reasons why people of, the, of God have not prospered, I believe this, is not so much that we haven't wanted to, but we haven't had the revelation of it. And see, you can't go by information. Information won't inherit this earth. It'll take revelation to inherit this earth. And the devil is after revelation. I told you, the moment I give it to you, it's like a seed. And the seed goes in the ground and Satan comes when? Immediately to do to try to do what? Steal that seed that was sown in your heart. Oh, like a sheet behind that can't Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost in here. The time Jesus taught him all of this about seed time and harvest. And he said, So is the kingdom of God as a man which casts seed into the ground. He's sleeping, rise night and day, and the seed should spring and grow up. He doesn't know how. That tells me that you can take a seed and you can sow it, and you don't even need to be concerned about how it's coming back. You see, you can just take it easy. No more toil in your life. But the one thing that you do know before that seed fails to come back, Heaven and earth will cease to exist. That seed is guaranteed. What is happening? People don't want to let go of that old system. Well, I don't know, Reverend. I think you're just trying to get my money. You ain't got no money. What did I tell you to turn? Did I tell you to turn somewhere? I didn't. All right. So money that comes from the outside world, what is one of the first things we do with it? We tithe on it. Why? Because we got to sanctify it. See, God wants you to tithe because one, he wants you to keep your eyes on him. And he's the one that caused you to get amassed wealth. But also when that stuff comes in, you got to clean it up. Because I think some of it, demons are following. And you got to put the blood over it. 
And when you tithe, folks, something happens in the spirit. You better believe what I'm saying. Sowing and reaping. All right, let's look at it. Because it's the key to our provision. Let's go over to Genesis, please, in Genesis chapter, chapter 8. Remember what I told you about that system of buying and selling. People get ahead in that system, but they get ahead by stepping on somebody else. I mean, somebody else is going to pay for it. <laughs> but not in sowing and reaping. If you, had to, you, had a, you had a revelation of sowing and reaping. It goes all across the board, folks. You're not just getting a revelation of sowing and reaping just by um, money. I mean, sowing and reaping applies to everything. You know, it applies to everything. The Bible says if you want friends, what do you do? You sow yourself friendly. Okay? And so this is a law of God. This is a law of God. Now, let me, let me, let me say something, because you, you need to hear this. What I'm talking and teaching is not Twinkies. See, if somebody come in here and you think you're going to hear three points and a poem and, and, and some little old um, milk toast Kool-Aid sermon, you're not going to hear that? I'm not out for that. And I'm not trying to create followers. I'm working on leaders. And, and I'm not doing something to get people angry. Because the Bible, you can't get into Canaan angry. You're going to have to love. But I want you to love while you're taking back your stuff. And you can do that. And what I'm doing is I'm showing you how. And, and, and you gotta, what you got to do is you got to focus and concentrate on what I'm talking about. And you can't be there in your chair analyzing me because you're going to always come up with something. You need somebody to analyze you. Now, here you sitting there, and one of the biggest needs that we have in the body of Christ is in finances. Now, I'm not saying that, that you have to focus in on that, but I'm just saying provisions has what the devil has used to try to keep people anxious, to try to keep you without comfort, and so forth. Provisions, man. And I'm talking about how you can get them without changing jobs. And I'm giving you a revelation now that is, is, is absolutely, they're calling me all over to preach this. I went down to preach at um, Kansas, I think, somewhere down there last week. Kentucky. And I was, Kentucky, Kentucky. Went down there to preach. And, and the lady said, hey, before I preach, they called me in the pastor's office. She said, Pastor Weston, I did it and it worked. I said, what? She said, well, my husband, you know, he wants to start his own record label and so forth. So I said, yeah. She said, I went and, and she, she looked like a preacher. And she went down there and she said, I told him what you said. I said, well, it'll work because I'm saying what God said. It, yeah, I know it'll work for you. She said, I told him. I said, you know, 
Pastor Winston said, she did put it on me. Pastor Winston said that he was over in England and God spoke to him and said, to tell body Christ, we can be a millionaire in a month. We can be a millionaire in a month. Now, he's he not talking to folks who don't know God because the next thing you do, they start running trying to figure out how they, can, how they can get some money from somebody, how they can go out to the riverboat, how they can do something, lottery something. Because Satan don't let you move like that in his system. Not unless he wants you to. But in this system, he can't stop you. Because if you sow a seed, if you sow a seed and he pours concrete over the ground, it'll still come up. That's how powerful the power of God is. See, God obligated himself through covenant to bless you. Sowing and reaping is not a promise. He didn't put it on that level. He put it on a higher level. It's a covenant. It's a covenant that God made with you. He said, I'm going to obligate myself that if you sow it, will get it back to you and there ain't nobody that can stop God. Man, you got to get this. You hooked up with the almighty God. Hallelujah. Like Shambach said, you ain't got no problems. All you need is faith in God. And he got this stuff back when it was time for this mall. He told me, he said, I want you to sow seed. I said, what to sow, Lord? He said, sow 400,000. Whoa, 400,000, that's part of our money we're going to try to get the mall with. I said, sow it. And I made the mistake of telling a couple of folks, you know, about what well, God told me to sow this. Oh, Pastor, I don't know now, Pastor. Uh, we wouldn't even be in here. Once I sow that seed, something took over. Hallelujah. They tried to change the zoning to keep us out. They tried, they changed the zoning and God changed it back overnight. I'm telling you, miracles took over because God's word is true. This is wonderful, folks, and you can sow a seed for anything. You can sow it for salvation. You can sow it for healing. You can sow it to have babies. You can sow it, come on, you can sow a seed for any need. God just don't want you coming up in here, sitting down, taking nourishment, and running back out there. I'm giving you revelation. The devil is after revelation. That's why when Jesus preached this, then they went to the other side. He said, let's go to the other side. In the midst of the sea, here comes the strongest storm. I mean, one of them storms that you couldn't get out of. And then they didn't know how to get out of it. These were the spirit's fishermen, and they woke up Jesus and said, don't you care that we're out here and trying to fight this thing? See, they're accusing the very one that loved them, the very one that's teaching them. He didn't even answer that. He said, peace. What did he do when it ceased? He said, why are you so what? Fearful. 
Why is it that you have, come on, no faith? See how quick the devil sold that revelation? He had affliction and persecution and distraction. The moment you walk out this door, so you got to put this thing in operation, watch this, and keep it in operation till your mind gets totally renewed. Turn to Lamentations. Look what it says in Lamentations chapter 3, and look at verse 17. If you have it, say, praise the Lord. And thou hast removed my soul far off from peace. Why? Because I forgot prosperity. Without provision, there is no peace. And the devil knows it. And he tries to keep you preoccupied with no peace. It's time for some peace. Oh, Jesus. All right, let's just finish this out. Sowing and reaping. I said it's a covenant. Remember over in Genesis, I'm just finishing now. Over in Genesis chapter, chapter 8, at verse 22, he said, as long as, long as the earth remains, there'll be what? Seed time and harvest. Cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night shall not cease. It's a covenant he made. Let's prove it. Look at Jeremiah chapter 33. Look at verse 19. And the word of the Lord came into Jeremiah saying, thus saith the Lord, if you can break my covenant of the day and my covenant of the night and that there should not be day and night in their season. Now, where do you think he got that from? It was stated over in where? Genesis. He's telling you that it's a covenant over there. See, a covenant means it's a law. See, a law governs its operation. A law is consistent and it's predictable. If I drop a book, where is it going to go? Down. Why? Because of the gravity and law. If I fly an airplane and I get a certain, on the runway and I get a certain speed, where is it going to go? Up. You don't go to the, to the desk when they punch your ticket to get on the airplane and ask them for a parachute. I don't know anybody that does that. Why? Because your mind has been renewed to if you get on this airplane, it's going to take you to New York. It's been renewed to it. Only thing I'm asking, renew your mind to sowing and reaping. Because it's a law. It don't work because you cry. It don't work because you pray hard. It don't work because you fast. All of those are good except crying hard. All of those are good. But it doesn't work because of that. So you don't put your feelings in it. When you put, put it in that bucket, you, your heart must believe. And it'll work every time because it's a spiritual law that you put in motion by faith. Isn't that wonderful? And folks, this thing will produce big time in your life. I mean, I know they said the benefits are in the earth, but hey, the benefits of heaven far outpace the benefits of the earth. If you were a king over all the earth, you still wouldn't have as many benefits as you have in heaven. I was reading a guy, he was talking about gold in heaven and what you're going to be walking on. You know you're going to walk on streets of gold. And he said, if you just had gold, a thin layer of gold, and you took the street, and, and he said, pavement for a mile of gold in heaven for one mile. 
he said it's approximately $2 billion in today's, in today's value of gold. You're going to be walking in for one mile on $2 billion worth. Come on now. I was, we were over in Dubai and the, the, the man was taking them around. He said, do you know how many billionaires there are in Dubai? And, and, and my team that went with said, how many? He said, there are approximately 40,000. 40,000 what? Billionaires. Well, if there can be 40,000 billionaires in heaven, why can't there be at least 15,000 millionaires in here? Come on. Folks. Right away you evaluate me and talk about, I'm talking about money. No, I'm talking about provision. Because money is a key to getting your teeth fixed. Money is a key to getting your child in a good school. Money is, come on now, the enemy knows it and he's trying to keep you from coming against that for somehow not receiving that message. Don't you do it at all. Because once you start in the idea of sowing and reaping, a new quality of life comes into your life. No longer are you stepping on folk, but you just realize that if you sow a seed of serving, God's going to lift you up. Now, what am I saying? New government, new economy, new laws. Renew your mind to them. I know we call them a miracle, but from God's perspective, it's not a miracle. It's just a law. It's a way of life. And if you see it like that, you'll prosper. Hello, this is Bill Winston. This is Offering Day on the broadcast. We are so glad you're here. Now, what I'm doing is taking this gospel to the nations of the earth. Now, this is, this is my part. In other words, the purpose for me born into this earth, I'm fulfilling right now. I mean, to take God's word to nations and we're seeing all kinds of results. Why? Because God confirms the word that's preached. And now we don't need to struggle and hope that, no, no. We're coming back to these nations and I'm talking about testimony, people who couldn't have kids all of a sudden had kids, all, all kinds of things that are happening. But one of the reasons why it's happening is because you're giving, because of you sowing a seed. Now, here's the deal. Sometimes when you're on television or other places and ask people to give, there's a certain amount of suspicion that's raised. Why? Because you've got all kinds of things happening in the world today. But here's what I want you to do. I want you to purify your heart on this. If you don't feel that this is something that you should give to, just don't give. But if you feel that God is speaking to you about helping me to take this gospel to the nations of the earth, then obey God. He said, if you be willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. You see, in my case, I was obedient. I was in Minneapolis. God said, go to Chicago. I said, Lord, I don't have $200. He said, I said, go to Chicago. I picked up and went. No place to stay. And all of a sudden, a miracle took place. A sister said, God spoke to us and said, keep you in our home. You see, I just obeyed God. And look where he's got me today. Now, all of this has been out the one obedience after the other. One obedience after the other. So with you, I don't know how God is speaking to you or what he's saying to you or what he's saying to give, but just obey God. I remember one time that we needed something in the ministry. And God told me, he said, all right, I want you to sow a seed. 
And we went to this certain ministry and praise God, sowed that seed, came back and miracles started happening. Next thing you know, we possessed a shopping mall. I'm saying, what did I do? I just obeyed God. So all you have to do really is obey. It's not difficult. One of the things the enemy tries to do is get you to look at your circumstances. And the Bible says in Ecclesiastes, they that observe the wind won't even sow. So I'm asking you now to ask God, God, what should I do to help this man of God? And whatever he says to you, just do it. Praise God. Well, as you prepare your seed, I want to pray over it right now. Father, I come before you in Jesus' name, and I bring these, all these that are sowing seed into this ministry. I pray that you measure it back to them the hundredfold, the thousand times more, a corresponding return on their giving. Father, I pray that you prove my words in this and let them know that you are the God who will supply all of our need. Father, we thank you for it and call it done in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Look out. It's coming back home. Praise God. Well, thank you so much for your giving. Thank you for your support. This is Bill Winston saying we love you and keep walking by faith. Did you wake up with provisions on your mind? Is it a constant struggle just to make ends meet? It's time to start living the good life that God has already prepared for you. Your days of toiling are over. God has done everything about your prosperity He's ever going to do. He has already provided, already stored it up for you. So now what we got to do is learn how to operate in a way that we can bring our inheritance down out of that realm and not have to hard labor, toil, sweat. We can live with joy. No More Toil is the fifth installment of the Kings and Priests series by Dr. Bill Winston. In this dynamic teaching, you'll discover that your job does not dictate your income because you're operating above this world system. People have not moved beyond their salary because that's what their, their prosperity is connected to. Break that. The blessing of the Lord, it makes you rich. Not your job. Order No More Toil today, and Dr. Winston will explain why God's economy is higher than the world's economy, how to sow and reap a harvest, why there are no financial impossibilities in the body of Christ, and much more. In the kingdom, it's what you sow. And the sowing and reaping law is so powerful that if you do sow it, your harvest will come even if it has to come up through concrete. To order your copy of No More Toil, simply write to Bill Winston Ministries, P.O. Box 947, Oak Park, Illinois 60303. By bank card at 1-800-711-9327 or online at www.billwinston.org. God desires us to depend on Him to meet our needs. Learn how you can receive all that God has for your life without painful toil. Order your copy of No More Toil today. The mission of Bill Winston Ministries is to take the uncompromised Word of God to the whole world. This broadcast has been made available to you through the faithful support of Bill Winston Ministry partners and friends. We invite you to become a partner and join Dr. Bill Winston as he trains believers how to live independently and have dominion to reign over this world system. 
Connect with us online at BillWinston.org. Thank you, Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers for your continuous support of the Believer's Walk of Faith broadcast.